It's a beautiful cream color. I want to see how far it goes. and welcome to our Weeb There Yet, an exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brenda McCullough, your anime millennial furry obsession. No, not that one, the other one. No, not, th- no, the other one. The other, other, okay, there's a lot. <laughs> you have to be specific. We're talking about things you can find on the internet. Oh, God, it's just like, uh... You ask someone, like, what was your first furry awakening? And, like, for anyone close with our age range, there's multiple answers now. There's too many mm-hmm. answers. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, they're indoctrinating our children younger and younger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I want to know the answer. Did you, do you guys have <laughs> answers? I mean, ooh, I feel like most people say Lola Bunny from Space Jam, but I yep. feel like... Oh, what was her name? The one from the Animaniacs. Oh, Dot? Uh, which one? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a kid, oh, Yakko. you could have a crush uh, on her as a kid. Uh, what was it? it was the Minx, I think her name was. Church. She was uh, Minerva Mink. There you go. <laughs> Let me look yeah. her up. She's she hot? Basically a blonde, furry Jessica Rabbit. Oh, baby. So. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll do it. she's cute. A wooga. <laughs> Hello, nurse, if you will. <laughs> she is. She is Lola Bunny adjacent. Yeah, adjacent. But she was the first. I saw her before Lola Bunny. So ah. I'm a I'm a I'm a hipster furry. <laughs> I'm the before they were popularized by Michael Jordan. <laughs> oh wow! I I truly cannot think of. Like, all the cartoons that are popping to my head have, like, human protagonists. So I'm like, hmm, mm. what, what would be the first, like, animal-based one? Sally Acorn from the Sonic Adventures animated series, when Sonic was voiced by Jaleel White. <laughs> she wore shoes and a vest, so she understood what clothes were, but no pants. So she was a freak. Mine, uh, mine was when I was very young. It was from a Jumpstart game. Uh-oh. He was he was a lion named Sam, I think. <laughs> is that where the Mr. Lion thing comes? Is that what Africa Salary Man's basic for you? It all Maybe. comes back to Sam. <laughs> I just like he had a is, nice voice too, so like I don't know. Is I I had I think that or one of those with Sam in it where he's going through like a haunted castle. Oh. Did you have that one? No, mine were uh, they were jumpstart preschool and kindergarten. Uh, I, did not I think play mine was, was like ages, second but. grade. Yeah. Mm. I also really liked Botley from Jumpstart Third Grade, but he's a robot, so <laughs> <laughs> that's something different. Wow. You guys know a lot more about Jumpstart than I remember. <laughs> I love Jumpstart games. <laughs> In the same way that I love I Spy games, I love Jumpstart games. <laughs> oh no, I'm thinking of Reader Rabbit. Reader the, the, Rabbit. Those are mine. Oh. Um, let me... What's going on here? I'm sorry? I'm We're getting either, like, Pepper right Pig now. rabbits 
or like weird dolls. A uh, uh, reader <laughs> rabbit, like uh, a oh. rabbit that is uh, in the library a lot. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Love that. Yeah, the Got second it. grade one, there, there's a lion, and that that's the one I played a lot. Gotcha. Mm, images. Uh, ah, yes. I'm seeing, I'm seeing a Nintendo DS reader rabbit game where this lion's just dry humping this ball. <laughs> oh no! What? Yeah, yeah that's Jump probably where it all starts. Sam. God. Nope, that Oh, uh, that yeah, we're watching Beastars, uh, we by should... the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's in, we're... it's in the title, you know. <laughs> we're we're playing it fast and loose. Everyone just wants to fucking hang out. We're all chill. <laughs> the vibe the is team. off the charts. We need some uh, we need some good furry loving. <laughs> to get us out of this. So hey, uh, we're just I reminiscing mean, about our first furry awakening now, I guess. Yeah, it is what uh, it uh, is. Since I can't think of anything, I'll I'll probably lock mine in as Sandy from SpongeBob. That's probably where I was at. Perfect. Oh, uh, when you see when you see her out of the suit for the first time, and it's like, oh whoa. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> if I had watched if I had watched Lion King as a child, it probably would have been Simba, but I didn't see the Lion King until I was like 12, so. <laughs> I mean, hey, it even got royalty. Prince Harry said uh, Nala was his first crush, so uh, there oh, you go. wow. <laughs> yeah. You're Other in good company. Kovu from Lion King 2. But let's talk about oh. these furries. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We gotta get specific with our furry talk today. <laughs> and so we're talking many. about Beastars. Yeah. Oh god, now now I'm just imagining like world star videos, but instead it's parties <laughs> beating the shit out of each other. Beastar, Beastar. Oh <laughs> I mean, it might. You might not be wrong. That might be what they do. <laughs> no one takes off a shirt; they just put on a fur suit. <laughs> it takes like twenty <laughs> minutes. Give me a second. The zipper's like caught in the fur. Ah. Oh god, Beastar. I would love it's to hot. watch that actually. <laughs> it's people just beating the it's shit out of right each now. other in fursuits <laughs> in fursuits it is there's no real damage because it's a fursuit it's it's padding mm-hmm. that means the fights can last longer yeah <laughs> but also not as long because it's hot but as yes. shit and you're like dehydrated anyway oh, beast yeah he would faint the actual first. show yeah uh yeah. so yeah uh, uh this is a very fresh series i think it's been out like two weeks as of recording something yep. like that yeah something uh, so yeah, uh, what, uh, how, how, how do you, how, how'd y'all, y'all find this? I watched this, <laughs> I watched this in two days last oh. week. I watched five on the first <laughs> right. day and seven on the second day. Oh, you're, in, and you're in deep then. I'm in deep, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to talk about this for boys. <laughs> Let's go again, Let's go one again. One more time. Let's, uh. one more, take it back. <laughs> I've also watched this. I've heard a lot of hype about it, so I was like, eh, let me get in, and we got a lot of free time all of a sudden with the quarantine, so. No, yeah, the internet has been very horny for, th- for this show it's, since, like, they dropped the opening credit yeah. sequence. It's, it's a real, real horny community around this. Yep. It's like, it's like Zootopia, I... but, like, just crank that horny knob up. Depraved! Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like Zootopia, so, but if they fucked, <laughs> you're, t- you're what spoiling if too was much. A Chad, <laughs> it's. I mean, we know what this is. <laughs> the internet's ruined it for most of us, <laughs> and ruined us for most of it. I guess. 
Well, shall we plug our ears and until <laughs> we watch these? Uh, you y'all don't need to because you already seen it, but I certainly will. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's let's right. suit up. We are watching the first three episodes. <laughs> woof woof. Ahuga. Boy, I thought they were exaggerating how horny the show was. It's so horny. Nah. It's very nah, horny. <laughs> it's a real horned up show. Oh, uh, you guys. You guys. <laughs> no, we got you. Yeah. Pranked. You got, got you. <laughs> got goofed. I'm used to Netflix animal shows having jokes about being horny and not this. This is nah. just horny. And I nah. love every second of it. <laughs> now we've seen like Agrisuko where they're like adults and they're in a dating world and all this stuff but what if you just pent them all up into one building and just threw in a shitload of hormones in there and it's like yes hmm. <laughs> this is it this is it this is it baby <laughs> the animal urges if you get my meaning the instinct <laughs> I did not know this show was about a high school uh, before I started watching it so that caught me off guard too <laughs> so let's get let's into it. Go. Let's go. Let's get it. Episode one. It opens on a foggy night by like a fountain outside of the school grounds. And we see a wolf boy tackling a rabbit girl as he's discovering his basic primal instincts. A woo. Woo woo. <laughs> and then we cut away. Cut away immediately. Enough of that. We're done. <laughs> Cleaning our hands. We'll come back to that later. Goes- yeah. Uh, cuts to a small alpaca boy in a little sweater vest, and he looks adorable. Don't get it too attached to him, though, because he's running scared for his life as he's bleeding. He runs into a big classroom and shuts the door behind him, and someone's chasing him. Someone's after him. Someone's going to get this snack of a lad. <laughs> and he runs in, <laughs> saying, like, why, why would you even do this? You're trying to eat your own classmate? We've been classmates for years. And as he's backing away, the attacker kicks open the door and starts, like, you know, uh, approaching him, cornering his prey up on stage. And uh, because of the angle, there's like a, uh, I guess he hits a remote, I think, and the projector comes on screen for uh, the stage. It's because the projector's on screen, we can't see who the character is, who's attacking him. We get like an outline of them, and we see their sharp teeth, because they're a carnivore, but we don't actually see who it is. And they go into attack, and it cuts away right then and there. So it shows the next day, bunch of animal characters there's like a parrot and like an antelope and uh but they're all animals in this school that's the whole deal that's the premise (laughs) they're reading the school paper and it shows tem from the drama club it's the little alpaca boy and he's dead he got munched he didn't get like a little nibble he's just dead he's gone and i i think it's super i don't know how boarding schools work but i feel like it'd be weird to everyone just have class the next day after someone was murdered on campus that's just my opinion (laughs) <laughs> yep, when your theater is an active crime scene. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was just and a lecture so, hall. Yeah, this was just like a lecture hall, but st- like, still, we get shots later in the episode of just like police tape over it, and it's like, okay, maybe like, maybe like shut the get school some, down for a day. Yeah, or like get some like <laughs> security. that wing. <laughs> Something like, it's just like, all right, keep going on. It's Monday, kids. Go to class. It's like, yo, really? Like, yo, 
what? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they're talking about uh, Tam was in the drama club, and they say that's one of the rare clubs or, like, groups where it's actually carnivores and herbivores working together. So that's why it's kind of like, oh, he had, you know, he had interactions and, like, uh, with other carnivores, like or with carnivores, like, maybe that's what led to it. Maybe he had an altercation or something. And it's a bunch of girls speculating as they read the paper and they look up at, like, a fox and I think, like, a wolf or a hyena, like, nearby. And they kind of give him a dirty, them a dirty look of, like, ugh, carnivores. So tensions are high between herbivores mm-hmm. and carnivores. And later that day, we see everyone's on edge. And we're at the drama club meeting, Tem's drama club meeting. And uh, this episode kind of focuses on a little sheep girl named Els. And uh, she had, I guess, a like, better relationship with Tem's than most people. So they kind of focus on her and saying, like, are you okay, Els? Talking, she's like, I don't know, I'm just scared. Like, we got carnivores in this drama club. Got that weird lanky-ass wolf who's always just, like, staring at people and really weird. <laughs> As we see, this lanky-ass wolf just staring at her from above, like... He's kind of up on, like, a catwalk with a light and just kind of staring down. A wolf so. walk. Oh, clever. Boo. Mm. I'm booing myself. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, right then the teacher comes in. And I love this teacher. Not for any real reason. He doesn't really do sh- anything in this show. But I just love this character design of this pelican being the old, like, balding, like, <laughs> teacher with the wobbly neck. And it's like, it really conveys, like, this is an old, no, this is an old man. This is a little old dude. And I thought that was just really well portrayed. Mm. Uh, teacher comes in and the herbivores and uh, carnivores are arguing, saying like, ah, you're trying to eat us. You're eyeing us up right now and all this stuff with the tensions being high. And he's trying to defuse the situation. And then we see a little squirrel girl walking around like, hey, where's Lagoshi? I need him to crack open some of my nuts. And it's just like, ah, squirrels. <laughs> ah. <laughs> they got one joke. That's <laughs> all we got. <laughs> and it is... Uh, Startling to see, like, most of the animals are about the same size. And then you get, like, the squirrel or, like, some of the smaller rodent animals that are just much smaller. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow, that's got to be difficult. And they're saying, like, oh, Lagoshi's not here. And uh, that scares Els, the sheep, a little more. Being like, where is he? He should be around. He's he's unsupervised. And uh, we see Els uh, going home. She, you know, is going home with a friend. And then her friend goes up to her dorm because it's a boarding school. She's Els is walking home by herself. And she sees Lagoshi staring at her with those big wolf eyes. And he starts walking closer to her. She's scared. She pulls a fucking pair of scissors on him because she'll cut a bitch. She's not afraid. She knows how to shear. And uh, <laughs> Lagoshi just walks up and just like kind of puts his colossal hand over hers and just takes the scissors away. And it cuts to black. And when it cuts back, we see uh, he's giving her a love letter. And uh, it's actually a love letter from Tem, the alpaca. Because he had a crush on Els. That's why they were so close. Mm-hmm. Oh. And he wanted to give it to her when she was alone because he felt like it was a private matter. So that's why he was kind of like stalking her, sort of, and like waiting for her to be by herself. And uh, she apologizes for freaking out and saying what she said. You know, she said some bad stuff about him to other people. And he's like, nah, it's fine. I'm used to it. I'm a wolf. Everyone's scared of me. It's what they do. It's, like, it's oh. my whole thing. <laughs> Have you it's seen my whole get up? My- I'm a monster. It's just this fun little game I play with society where they think I want to eat them. <laughs> it's a bit. I swear. It's, it's a, a bit. bit. It's a goof. It's, it's just a, we're all in on it and having fun. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. And it's it's clearly like, oh, she's just this very lanky, awkward kid. Like, 
I, I mean, he's a wolf, so he probably grew at a reasonable size, but it just seems like that kid that hit that growth spurt, like, way too early, and now he's like, I don't know what to do with my monster body. <laughs> so he's got that energy about him. And then it uh, cuts to Legoshi outside of the classroom uh, that Tam was murdered in, and like I said, it has the police tape over it, and the door is still caved in, and now there's flowers and, like, drinks all around to as offerings, and it's like, yo, maybe don't have the active crime scene accessible by the students still just my idea but okay yeah what's what's some what's some uh, police tape gonna do for a bunch of strong carnivore folk? <laughs> just strong muscular lads mm, i'm a musk ox meant, oh, right. this tape uh, is gonna hold me back <laughs> uh, yellow uh. <laughs> oh god uh, it's too bright it reminds me of a snake oh sorry jerry oh god that was racist oh no, no that was i'm so sorry my it's best my friend's instincts. a boa constrictor. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> we hug all the time. He might be trying to kill me. Huh. Uh, to be fair, there's a park across the street from me with like gym equi- public gym equipment, and that's police taped off. People still use that, so it ain't stopping anybody. Uh, fair, so while- but no one was murdered on that equipment a day ago. Unless. <laughs> Unless. <laughs> <laughs> it's LA, baby. You never know. <laughs> fair. Uh, so, like, oh, she's at... The, the little shrine, like, paying his respects to Tem. And while he's there, he hears a bunch of chatter. And Louie's there. Louie's walking down the hallway. And it's Louie! He's the most popular, <laughs> richest, handsomest character in existence! Where girls literally just scream, Oh my god, it's Louie! Like, it's... Has anyone ever been to a school or anywhere where people are just screaming at how hot this character, like, a person is? I wish. Like, only in anime. We saw it in the Love is War, where the two walk by and it's a parade. (laughs) It's like, it blows my, where it's like, where on earth is this reasonable? Where it's like, he's so hot! Like, yo, someone just died here. (laughs) Take it down a notch. Yeah, pay your respects, you sexy bitch! Oh, bend over! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it might as well be it's just these girls are just screaming anytime he's on screen um, so Louis is there he brings like a bouquet of flowers and pays his respect to and Legoshi's kind of staring at him and we get a little monologue of Legoshi saying like oh it's Louis he's the most popular handsomest character of all time and he's set to be the next B star it's like I don't I don't know what that means but okay and uh, uh, Louis calls him out of like hey could you not stare at me like, with your mouth in a jar like that? He's like, oh, sorry. And I like this because there's a few scenes we get multiple times with the Goshi overthinking stuff and in his head and, like, going over stuff in his head. And it doesn't do that anime thing or just the show thing where it's like, oh, he has a five-page monologue in his head. But in real time, it's only a second. No, like, it takes up the time yeah. it takes for him to talk in his head, which helps convey how awkward and, like, nervous Legoshi is. And it that really helps his character, I think. So yeah, I really definitely. Enjoyed those scenes. Uh, so he's saying, like, oh, you're in the drama club, right, Legoshi? He's like, cool. You gotta help me with something. I'm also, like, head of the drama club. Uh, so then we cut away to a little rabbit girl watering some flowers outside. While she's doing that, a bunch of crack comes flying out the window above her and falling right close to her and on top of the flowers. We look up, and it's some girls being catty. Because they're cats. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> And they're throwing her stuff out the window because they're bullying her because everyone hates this little rabbit girl for some reason at this point in time. And she's like, I don't care. Do whatever you want. You are beneath me. I don't need this bullshit. And 
as the little rapid girl starts walking away, they throw her mattress out the window. Because, wow. Just, wow, really? Yeah, I feel brutal. like this school has a big bullying problem. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> this school has no adults, nope, no just, teachers, no one being like, hey, knock it the fuck off. Yeah. Don't throw school property out the window, you dipshit. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like with a boarding school where, like, the students stay on campus and live around each other, you need to have tighter security, not looser security. (laughs) So, it's wild. And uh, as the rabbit girl uh, picks up her mattress and all of her stuff that was thrown out, she starts dragging it back. And uh, you see a little Annie and her little pony boy walk by. He's like, oh, hey, it's Haru. Hey, you need some help, Haru? And the pony boy leans over and he's like, it's Haru, don't get involved with her, she's trouble. And the anteater's like, all right, see ya. It's like, wow, just fucking spineless, <laughs> aren't you? Hmm. Great. Yeah. So then we see Haru dragging her stuff back to her room and puts it away. And her, her roommate's there, who's a squirrel. And she's got a big poster of Louie signed. And it's like, I don't... What? He's a classmate. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's weird. And uh, she's like, hey, did you see those girls that came in and stole my stuff and threw it out the window? Could you have stopped them? She's like... Yeah, but they were mad, and I didn't want to get involved. It's like, ah, Sally the Squirrel, you're a bitch. You're useless. <laughs> She's like, all right, well, do you want to get dinner? The dining hall is open. She's like, nah, I don't want to get associated with you. It's like, cool, cool. Even her roommates hate her. Everyone hates yeah. this little rabbit girl for no reason. Great, she fuck says, you. She says, with yep. you, think I'll pass. Yeah, it's just like, Jesus. So Haru uh, goes down and gets dinner by herself. And then we get a little montage of her asking if she can sit with everyone, and everyone turns her away. She's like, cool, fuck y'all. I don't need y'all. I'm an independent rabbit. I'll do what I want. And she goes outside and eats her dinner by herself. And that's when we get the bullies, the tr- the token bullies come up. And it's, I don't even think they say her name, but it's a Harlequin rabbit. So she's got, you know, white on white on half her face, black on the other half. And uh, she's teasing Haru, saying like, ah, it must be lonely eating all by yourself because everyone hates you. And Haru basically just stands up and like, Yo, your boyfriend kissed me. If you want to fix shit with him, you'd probably be better spending your time with him than bullying me further. Because you got your own shit to deal with. It's like, oh, damn! Haru's a bad bitch, and I love her so much. Mm -hmm. She don't take no shit, and it's great. And uh, as she says that, she walks past them, and the Harlequin Rabbit pushes her over, like, off this little ledge she's on, and then throws a bucket of water on her. And she basically says, like, oh, we're, me and my boyfriend are Harlequin rabbits. We're an endangered species, so we're fancy and extravagant. It's like, I don't, I don't know if that's what that means, but okay, maybe <laughs> in this society. Uh, Pulling that bitch-ass move of, oh, you can't hit me back because I'm endangered. <laughs> oh, I'll whoop your ass. <laughs> I got speciatic immunity. It's like diplomatic immunity, but for species. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you can't hit me because we're about my species is about to die it's like uh, mm, that's a weird <laughs> brag <laughs> uh so then we cut back to louis and uh, legoshi and louis asking him to make a new costume for the guy who's replacing tem it's this little goat kid who's in the room with him and <clears throat> when louis says that he just starts going into the like dialogue from the play they're rehearsing and the goat kid's like oh uh i don't know the lines yet like i just became the replacement so like i'm not familiar with the lines yet and louis like grabs him by the face he's like what'd you do did you eat it you goat piece of shit did you eat the script because that's all you're used for you goats you goddamn mistakes that's just like yo louis chill so intense louis you're a deer you also eat bullshit (laughs) (laughs) 
You ate a boot earlier. I saw you, man. Chill. <laughs> oh. That's w- kind of your whole job when you grow up. You're just going to walk around and eat shit off the ground. And uh, we didn't mention it, but Louie is voiced by a friend of the show, Griffin Patu. Yeah. So, yeah. so good. Yeah, big role. I watched it all yeah. dubbed. I really like the dub. The writing. Yeah, it's really, really well. well done. Yeah, the writing is a little, like, iffy in some parts, but, like, Jonas Scott as Lagoshi is so, so good. And then yeah. I feel like with Haru, they really could have gone in the direction of, like, the typical, like, soft anime girl, like Moe. But they picked, yeah. I forget her name. I forget the actress's Laura name. Laura Jill Miller. Yeah. And her voice is like, I was so surprised. Like, because it's just like, it's so unique. Like, it's not quite mm-hmm. that Moe kind of thing. It has like an edge to it. And I love it. Yeah. She's yeah, got a very distinct I'm, voice. I'm blanking on the actor's name. Uh, Silence of the Lambs, Clarice. Uh, like, one of the most. Uh, Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Jody Foster. <laughs> Yeah, it sort of has that nice that girls. like slight uh, raspy, uh, smokier quality to it. And I like yeah. that. It's really working. Yeah. yeah, but still like childish and like high. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I truly have not heard a voice like this in anime, no. and it's very refreshing. I recognized uh, it. Correction. Huh. You you both have heard this voice in anime before because she's Kari from Digimon. That's true. I was about to say I recognized uh. it, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, who is this? And it was that, but also she's an OKKO. She plays um, oh. Fink. She's she's Professor Venomous's like henchman. Oh, uh, I've seen a lot of Professor Venomous. Yeah, he's hot. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, Louis, uh, Louis grabbing the goat, just being like, God damn it, you worthless piece of shit, and just like, yo, Louis's real intense about everything. <clears throat> and he kind of throws the goat out of the room, he's like, don't, you know, don't let me see you again until you memorize your lines, basically. Uh, and at that point, we get a mongoose running in called Kai, who basically kicks open the door, and he's like, what the fuck is this? I should have been the replacement, I know all the lines, I'm an actor, and you just picked this goat person? And Louis's basically like, yeah, we picked him, because you suck. You suck, Kai. Remember those last four plays you fucked up? And he starts like rattling them off. He's like, what about this one and this one and this one? Those must be painful to relive because you fucked them up. And that's why we didn't pick you, Kai. <laughs> and we see Kai getting angry and he goes to throw a punch at Louie. And like, oh, she flies in out of nowhere, blocks him. Saying like, he's a stagehand and actor security is not the number one priority for a stagehand. So it's like, yo, shit. Legoshi's big lad. <laughs> and we see him here like kind of showing his fangs a little to dissuade Kai from continuing the fight and Louis points that out he's like oh I've never seen a wolf or a carnivore use their fangs to stop a fight from happening rather than to like you know start a fight uh, so but also Legoshi- still being shitty about it and is like oh uh, fucking big man over here saving my life and shit <laughs> yeah Louis's real smug piece of shit and very he's got issues with carnivores that's he's very an apparent. asshole he sucks, yep. but I'm yeah for good reason. <laughs> yeah, you'll find out later. He's got history. He's got baggage. <laughs> Not in these three episodes. We backstory watched. for an mm. anime character. Shocking, <laughs> absurd. Uh, so Lagoshi is about to leave the room, and uh, Louis stops him, grabs him by the tail, and this is a shot I've seen shared around a lot on social media because it's just rife with sexual tension. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Louis says, "Like, hey." We gotta practice, like, that scene with the goat boy, and we don't have that much time anymore, so we're gonna come in, we're gonna sneak into the auditorium at night and practice. But we're not allowed to do that, so we need someone to be a lookout for us. And you're a big, dumb, muscly boy, so 
you're going to be our lookout. Legoshi's like, oh, well, I, I guess I can't say no. Hey, you're a himbo. Can you stand watch? <laughs> Is he? Um, he not quite. Himbo? He's okay. too smart to be a himbo. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because we got that on the on the bigger bingo card, the five by five I'm mm. using now. Yeah, he's not. It's not that he's smart. It's that he's not. Uh, he he overthinks things, and I feel like himbos do not. No, yeah. Himbo. <laughs> one of the prime traits of himbo is don't think at all. Exactly. So, uh, <laughs> so then we cut to Haru in the bathroom, and it's like sunset. It's like the late afternoon now, and she's she was drying her clothes out and cleaning up after she got the water thrown on her. Uh, so she's just kind of thinking in her head how she's sick of guys always wanting to. You know, she gets a lot of shit from other girls because guys are always attracted to her because guys either always, you know, want to protect her because she's so small because she's a dwarf rabbit. So she's smaller than most rabbits and uh, they always want to like protect her, but then also play with her. That's why they got like she's got a reputation around school and she's just she's sick of everybody. Pretty much. She's sick of everyone's shit. So then we cut away to we see Legoshi outside of the theater being the lookout, just walking around and. You know, getting a little nervous, he hears a noise, he gets jittery, and then, oh, it's a cricket. And he starts playing with the bug, because we find out in later episodes, he's a bug boy. He likes boy loves bugs. bugs. <laughs> they don't judge you. Mm-mm. And uh, Weirdly not people, though. Yeah, so he's... Uh, where Where does the line of animal be drawn? It, well, it's like Animal Crossing, like you collect bugs and fish. We talk about this then, too much. <laughs> it's just a weird line to just draw. Yeah. It's like people who say I'm a vegetarian, but I eat fish. It's like, yeah, it's still meat though, brah. Like, that's still meat. Anyway, uh, he's outside. He's playing with a cricket and Haru starts walking by. It got later, so she's she was in the bathroom getting ch- uh, cleaned up. And as she's walking by the building, Legoshi smells a smell. A smelly smell he's smelled before. And mm-hmm. it's the scent of a herbivore. And his body just starts reacting, and we see him kind of like, it looks like he's hulking out, but he's just like, his instincts are kicking in. And as soon as he smells it, he just, we see like Haru's ears perk up, and she kind of like, can hear something too, like her herbivores are ki- instincts are kicking in. And kind of like, oh shit, fight or flight time. And she starts taking off, and as soon as she turns to run, Legoshi's just on top of her. And this is the scene we saw in the beginning of the episode of him tackling her. And it's so when he's giving into his baser instincts of a carnivore. And that's it. Cuts to the credits. And the credits, the music for the credits are actually the opening theme credits. And, mm-hmm. oh boy. Oh boy. If this music slapped any harder, it'd be charged for uh, assault. Because it's <laughs> so hard. All it's of the music a, in this show is, is really good. so good. It's real good. Uh, for as emo as the show is, it is such an <laughs> upbeat, danceable song. Like a lounge yeah. jazz like pickup. It's great. Uh, and that's episode one. So we start out with uh, Legoshi waking up in this sort of dream state as he's still overcome with his animalistic instincts uh, of him being in like a cage. Uh, and uh, he's... Uh, Woken up by his dog roommate, who's like, "Hey, let's go get some breakfast." I don't know anything went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I know dogs are carnivores. It still threw me off seeing like wolves and hyenas and stuff being in the same room with like a sheep dog. I'm just like, wait, what? yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we get the proper opening credits, which. Uh, is the uh, stop motion animated version, and it is so good, so cute. It's it's uh, uh, Wes Anderson wet dream. 
Oh, God, Fantastic Mr. Fox, his high school years. <laughs> Horny Mr. Wolf. Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> uh, so uh, we go uh, back to the attack the night before of him uh, just holding on to Haru, and he's uh, uh, just arguing with himself, a manifestation of his animalistic uh impulses is talking to him and being like ah yes meat uh, you're you're destined for this it's in your blood haha give in stop fighting society is bullshit haven't you seen the joker yet <laughs> um, and uh as he's uh about to give in and uh bite he like scratches the rabbit's arm and uh uh he hears a goat man uh, scream out for him because uh, uh, something happened in the theater. And as uh, that happens, he lets go of the rabbit uh, who runs away and uh, he uh, leaves and goes inside to help goat man. Uh, so turns out uh, Lewis uh, f- or Louis. Fuck, I did it, too. Um, <laughs> oh, can't do that. Uh, uh, Louis uh, has uh, fallen off the stage. He stopped Goatman from falling, and uh, he he hurt his leg. But he's like, "Oh no, it's fine." But for the sake of theater, I can't give in. Wow. Uh, so uh, he gets help from Lagoshi as uh, he walks away, and yeah. Uh, so uh, back to the next day. Uh, they start out in the cafeteria, and we get a little info dump of everyone has to eat their meals in the cafeteria. Uh, it's very illegal to eat meat, uh, especially when you're surrounded by people who potentially may have that same meat. So all of the food is uh, uh, nutritionally balanced vegetarian meals. So lots of like soy burgers and all that uh, artificial uh, meat for the carnivores and just regular shit for the herbivores. They're still eating Beans eggs, sticks. though. That, yeah. Yeah. There's an episode later on where it kind of, like, focuses on this a bit. Yeah, it's but, yeah, really I strange. Weird. I did not like yeah. that part. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how they're just, like, they still eat animal byproducts. Like, they drink milk and stuff, but I don't think it's soy milk. So it's just kind of like... It's, yeah, it's wild to me that that's where they draw the line, once again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, like, we see birds later on, so it's uh, easy to imagine that there's chickens and stuff, where they're like, oh, God, I guess I'm eating Derek's spawn. (laughs) (laughs) How you you like my eggs, Legoshi? I popped them out special for you. Stop. Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Legoshi is freaking out. He's like, Oh, I can't eat something so soft looking at his bread because I almost ate a rabbit and they're soft too. Um, so he's <laughs> having a little though. existential crisis because he still has some instinct running through his blood. Um, and we see uh, a hyena and a fox uh, start bickering because one keeps stepping on the tail. So they start fighting. And then uh, uh, Lagoshi uh, springs in and yells at them to stop. And the fox is like, oh, someone's getting tough, huh? Just because you're big, you think you can take me, punk? Uh, So as he's walking up, trying to start a fight, Lagoshi is like, 
Oh, fuck. I'm going to kick his ass. Uh, I, I got to figure out a way to convincingly to lose this. Um, so he starts getting in his head again, being like, oh, if I drop a coin, oh, if I bend over and he kicks me in the face, oh, all these things. Uh, as he's spiraling, uh, Louis comes out and is like, ah, I will stop you from fighting <laughs> uh, all you carnivores. Ha ha. Chivalrous knight. Yeah, he he's truly living uh, 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 under chivalry laws. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, he uh, stops him. They introduce the concept of the B-Star here. Um, I sort of missed it a little bit. Uh, it seems like it's sort of a, a, a award or rank or something they give to people. Can someone elaborate a little, please? It's hard because... Yeah, Even, it's not that important. Okay, or yeah. super well explained. Yeah, that's pretty. It, this is pretty much it. Like it's it's just a title for somebody oh, yeah, that true. I think it's supposed to be something of like a a good person who like is exemplary of like so, both yeah. sides of the food chain and like whatever. It yeah they they show characteristics that like everyone should aspire to. It's like a medal of honor sort of like you know, a high award given to just a citizen. And I think they have some sway over like the government and like the, they go on a council or something. It's not super well explained. Yeah. They show like a shadowy boardroom and they're like, ah, oh, the B star anyways, anyway, <laughs> back to high school drama. Um, so he stops the fight and goes up to Lagoshi and, He's like, hey, I know you're planning on losing, so uh, let's just say we're even after you helped me out last night. Is that cool? He's like, uh, sure, I'm all meek and stuff. No, buddy. Oh, no. no. Um, <laughs> so uh, we flash into a fantasy sequence as they are rehearsing the play. We get to see a little bit of of the world that they're weaving. Ah, uh, <sighs> theater. Theater. <laughs> um, so... Uh, they're uh, going about the rehearsal, and the director's like, Hey, Louie, you're a little slow and limping. Is everything cool? He's like, uh, Leave me alone. It's my process. Fuck off, teach. <laughs> Let me do what I want. <laughs> uh, so, uh, as they're doing that, the rest of the stage crew are sewing costumes in the back, uh, and they find Tem's costume and start thinking about mortality and stuff and they're like ah oh, louis probably the hardest hit because he's also a herbivore on the cast uh so they uh one of the stagehands is like hey someone needs to go to the uh gardening club and pick up roses because we're gonna decorate the theater for the final scene so uh they uh get uh Legoshi to uh volunteer and he's like oh no they're gonna be terrified of me isn't it all herbivores in the gardening club so uh, a little little aardvark anteater friend is like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll go with you. Um, so uh, as they go over there, they get outside the door and he smells rabbit. Oh, no, <laughs> she's here. Oh, dear. It's it's rabbit season. Uh, no, rabbit, not a deer. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, 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 a lot of puns this time. It was about to happen. <laughs> um so uh he goes in and sees her and her arms all bandaged up 
and uh, he's kind of freaking out. He's like, oh, think of an excuse to leave. Think of an excuse to leave. Uh, uh, you got to shit yourself. No, that's too gross. <laughs> uh, you have an errand. Uh, yeah. Uh, That'll and work. As he's about to say, oh, I got to run, uh, the uh, little aardvark, the anteater friend, is like, oh, I, I got to go. Uh, I'm pooping my pants. Oh, no. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I mean, he also had an errand, but yeah. Oh, no, this is more fun. Yeah, this is better. <laughs> this is better for us. Sorry, I just remembered I have diarrhea. Gotta go. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> uh, so uh, he's uh, getting all the flowers, and she's like, oh, for payment, you can help me move these the big pots I can't lift myself. Um, so... Uh, He's freaking out, uh, number one, because he almost ate her, and number two, he's never really talked to a small animal before, which is weird, because this is his second year at this school, and <laughs> they're everywhere. <laughs> he's a loner. He's a lone wolf. I guess he just avoids them. But, like, but there's other a- small animals in the drama club. It's like, they're uh, there. They're in your social groups. He stares from afar. I think it's more uh, she's the only one in the gardening club, so they're alone. So he's kind of like scared to be one on one with like a herb, a small herbivore by himself. Yeah. Yeah. All the other times he was probably with other people. I think it's worth worth mentioning that when the anteater runs away, she's like, oh, I guess I scared him off. And Lagoshi's like, scary? You? You? Oh, yeah. She kind of like keeps saying stuff like that. Yeah, she hints at, like, oh, do you know rumors? And he's like, uh, I don't know your herbivore gossip. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we get a little backstory. Uh, he's a second year and she's a third year. Uh, and uh, everyone else graduated out of the gardening club, so she's trying to uh, maintain it by herself. And no one else is joining because she has a reputation. Oh. <laughs> Herbivores love tea. Because it's made of plants. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Yay, me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, he uh, is so in his head, he subconsciously, without control, just blurts out like, Oh, hey, uh, just real casually quick, what happened to your arm? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so smooth. conveniently, she doesn't remember. Oh, oh. Uh, so she's like, uh, it probably happened in my sleep, something, uh, you don't want to hear about that. Um, so as they're wrapping up, they're in, like, the gardening shed, and she's like, oh, thank you so much for your help, I'd, uh, I'd love to pay you back with food sometime, and he's freaking out and in his head and is unresponsive, because he's like, oh, I gotta go, she doesn't owe me anything else, I already taken too much by hurting her, oh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and as uh, he's freaking out, she's like, oh, oh, I think I know what's up. I think I know why you're so nervous. I think I know your ulterior motive. Someone wants to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she starts to undress and she's like, all right, let's just be quick. I've never really done it with a carnivore before, so it'll be a first for both of us. Just very hyper casual and just like, yeah, I'm super down for this. Um, <laughs> TF. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she gets all naked and walks up to him. And then he finally gets out of his head and is like, oh, fuck, this isn't what I wanted either. And then the episode ends. 
Yeah. <laughs> I am curious if the casualness of her just ready to bone is because she's a rabbit. Because, you know. <laughs> I didn't I, think of that. Yeah, I. that's what I was thinking, too. It's like sort of their flip sides of like giving in to their animal impulses. Of, yeah. He's a hunter and rabbit's got to fuck. <laughs> rabbit got to fool. <laughs> I don't know how that did not. Cross my mind. I, that might not be episodes true. I watched. <laughs> that might be just me reaching for things, but uh-huh. I mean, yeah. like, I at this point we haven't seen enough of the other rabbit characters, but they're all talking about like boyfriends and relationships. Yeah. So like, they all get fucking on their brain, but they're also high school students. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, high school students got fucking on their brain. Yeah, we were all in high school. <laughs> A horny teen in high school? I never. Nani. Uh, so in episode three, we start off with what is a, it's a flashback of, uh, the anteater friend with, uh, the Harlequin rabbit boy and an antelope, I think. I don't know what he is. Something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and the anteater sees some white hairs on the rabbit boy and he's like, Hey, what's this about? And he's like, I was on a date with that dwarf rabbit the other day. And they're like, you cheated on your girlfriend? And he's like, yeah. Have you seen Haru? She's so hot. Uh, yeah, sucks. I cheated. This other girl was hot. <laughs> That's how it Of works. course. Uh, and then the antelope, he's like, ah, the one that's completely white all over her body. And after we finish, she just cleans up and leaves. And he's just like, huh? Excuse me? What? You've been with her too? <laughs> And he gets really upset that she's sleeping with other guys. And I'm like, dude, you're cheating <laughs> dude, on your girlfriend. Sucks. Read the fucking room. Uh, and then the antelope warns the anteater of how dangerous Haru is. More dangerous than any carnivore here. Yeah, because she likes to fuck. How terrible is that? Because <laughs> she'll just chew you up and spit you out. She just you know, like having casual sex like you both agreed upon. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> crazy um and then we're back outside the gardening club just as the anteater is leaving and he's like oh nothing like that would happen between them because lagoshi is lagoshi and also they're a carnivore and herbivore herbivore this wouldn't happen Lagoshi's a big idiot and we're back um and lagoshi is very nervous because he did not ask for this and he doesn't know what to do and haru is like come on just relax it's fine and she says it's her first time with a carnivore as she's, like, undoing his belt. Um, and she unbuttons his shirt and runs her hands through his stomach fur and remarks that it's the same color as his face. It's a nice creamy white color. And he's just standing there not knowing what to do. A woo. She literally has a line saying, like, oh, I hope the curtains match the drapes. <laughs> she's, well, it's... Hold on. I didn't even realize, didn't even realize <laughs> She says it, but it's like... She says it in a more, like, sensual, smooth way I than know, that. but still. But the meaning. Yeah. I hope your wolf carpet matches your wolf dream. <laughs> she says, she she's, like, starting to, like, pull down his pants, and she says, I, I want to see how far down it, how far down it goes. Hoo-hoo, wink. <laughs> and then she says, is that okay? Love that. We love consent. And he says, no. <laughs> I mean... She says, is that okay? As she's already in his pants. So, like... Uh. Well, uh, yeah. You know. <laughs> He's petrified. Um, yeah. 
But that's which is not a good indicator of no, it yeah, I should keep going. No, it is <laughs> that's not. not yes. <laughs> she could not she could not read him cuz she I mean, she's never been with a carnivore before, so <laughs> She's a big nervous idiot. Yeah, or a big nervous idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so, yeah, he, like, finally snaps out of it, and he's like, no, I'm not okay with that. Um, And then she, like, gets all huffy, and she's like, I'm just trying to set the mood, man. Like, I'm the only one putting in any effort here. And he's, like, buttoning up his pants and his shirt, and that's when she's finally like, oh, fuck. You did not want this. You didn't come here for this. Oh, no. (laughs) How weird, because that's what most people want from me. (laughs) Oops. Oops! And Can I have he... my roses now? <laughs> <laughs> he um he grabs a sheet and puts it around her shoulders, and he's like, "You should uh probably get dressed, and I'm just gonna go." And he closes the door on his tail, and he like jumps and he runs, gets the heck out of there. So nervous. Um, and she's like so surprised that he, a carnivore, is like so soft and scared and nervous. And she's like, what a strange guy. Hmm. What a big nervous um, idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's bolting it down the stairs and he like stops at the wall to like regain his composure. And he's like, what just happened to me? And I'm like, horny. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. Uh, must be This confusing. animal instinct. It feels different. <laughs> it yeah. feels well, lower. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, we like, we skipped over this when we talked about him attacking her. Uh, but he, like, as he's holding her, he's like, oh, she's so warm. What is under her clothes <laughs> and her fur, which is weird, but, you know, carnivore. So, like, her. even that was horny. He's a horny mm-hmm. kid. The poor boy. He wanted to eat her, and now she wanted to eat him. Wink. No! Bum. <laughs> um, so, uh, the anteater comes back, and he's like, hey, did anything happen up there? You're bolting down the stairs four steps at a time. And he's like, no. No, thank you, sir. Um, and then the anteater says that he's glad. And Lagoshi is like, huh, why? And he, like, pushes him on a wall and he's like, she's a slut. Haru's a slut. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to like anteater, but it's like, dude, you suck. Yeah, he said slut, so, hmm. But he, he also uh, it reminded me of uh, our Perfect Blue episode where he talked about, like, the duality of, like, Double bind. That's it. Yeah, I know there's a term for it. Because he was like, it's disappointing because she's so small and innocent looking, but then she's a slut. And it's like, you want both? Like, you want both, though. Yeah. So, like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) Haha. That's society, baby. Um, Yep. So he's like, oh, of course she wouldn't seduce a carnivore. How scary. Uh, And then he asks if Lagoshi got the flowers, and he's just like, we'll have to get them somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Another time. Um, and then he thinks to himself, he's like, oh, I didn't know about all of these rumors. That sucks, but I think Haru is a good person. And he thinks that everyone spreading rumors about here are just narrow-minded. Which is yeah. nice. Lagoshi is best boy. <laughs> Sweet lad. <coughs> I've never experienced horniness before, but I'm pretty chill with it. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, and he, like, reminds himself that he was going to eat her because he feels really guilty about it, of course. And then he's like, why'd she act that way? But what do I know about girls? I've never had a girlfriend. Um, and then we see a ceremony going on in the theater. And it is the principal giving out the Cheriton Honor, Honor Award. Honor Award. 
The principal's an otter. No, he's not. Uh, to the drama club for, I guess, for like bringing herbivores and carnivores together. Um, and Louis is the one that accepts the award and he makes a speech about coexistence. And the audience is going fucking wild. And this is when we hear someone <laughs> yell, Louis, I think. <laughs> uh, and Lagoshi, like in his mind, is like, wow, people fucking love this guy. Um, and then at the rehearsal later, the boy who was kicked out of the um, actor's team, he's a mongoose. Um, Kai. Kai, that's his name. Um, so Kai was uh, complaining to Lagoshi. And he's like, how can Louis, Louis pre- preach coexistence when he kicked me off of the actor's team? Wah, wah, wah. But he says, like, oh, but I'm getting used to being on the stage crew. Um, and he asks Lagoshi if he'd ever join the actor's team. And Lagoshi is like, Haha, no. <laughs> um, and then Kai talks to Lagoshi about being scouted for the club. But Lagoshi doesn't really seem to understand what he's talking about. And apparently you can only join the club if you're scouted. And Lagoshi asks what the club advisor is looking for. And this is when Kai, he talks about some people in the group. He talks about uh, Sheila, who is uh, Cheetah. She's like the choreographer. And he says that when she was 14, she was working part-time as a dominatrix to make money. So she got Yeesh. she was asked to join the club. And then there's a giraffe that can't look at herself because she has trypophobia, which that would suck Thanks. so Thanks. much. Um... And then there's a rhino boy who thinks he can see his guardian angel, but it's really just his horn on his nose. <laughs> um, Big idiot. <laughs> and then the uh, Kai says, like, as for me, I'm a mongoose that was abandoned by my parents and I was raised by hyenas. So they, like, all have different stuff going on. And I'm just kind of like, I don't really see the connection. <laughs> um, but I guess it's just, like, troubled youths. Just something interesting about them, something unique to them. Yeah, he says it's and unusual it's, folks with unique circumstances. It's real messed up that the only way you can be in a club is if you got some personal baggage, like, and it's judged by the advisor. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> um, and then he asks Lagoshi what his secret is, and Lagoshi is like, "I don't really have anything to hide, man. <laughs> um, I'm too soft for being a wolf. I think that's it, though. Like." <laughs> Having watched I guess the rest so, of the that season, he just is not... Yeah, yeah, it's not like he was raised by sheep or something. Like, there's nothing super obvious, so... Yeah, he's just soft. Um, and then Lagoshi wonders to himself what Louis might be hiding. Ooh. Mm. Um, and then we see the PR club, which I guess is just <laughs> the newspaper club. Yeah, it's like the newspaper. Um, and they're having a meeting, and the editor is angry because they're not getting anything juicy. They need a good so picture weird. of Louie because that's what all the people want. <laughs> I need pictures of Deer Man. He's <laughs> <laughs> a menace to society. <laughs> um, and uh, they talk about how the show opens tomorrow, so they're going to get a good picture then. Uh, and after Club is over, there's a girl lamenting that her camera is out of battery and they're worried about getting the picture and I'm like, uh, why don't you either charge it if it can be charged or just get a new battery? Yeah, you you have hours. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah, you have a day. Um, but then she does say that she thinks the second night would be better because on the second night people tend to let their guard down and that maybe will Louis, Louis would do something wrong. And she's very right. 
In my experience in high school theater, the first night is always good, the second night is always really bad, and then the last <laughs> show is great. <laughs> oh. Yep. Yep. Um, hmm Because we get cocky. The first show goes well, and then you're yeah. like, eh. We got the this in show. the bag. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we see Louis in that room on his own. I'm not really sure what that room is, where it is. I think it's like in the practice theater. Oh, yeah, um, I think we've it's seen just like it a before. Room. Yeah, um, and he's tending to his ankle, and he's thinking about how um, he's working his body too hard because he knows that he's, like, not built for fighting, but he still fights people. Um, and then Lagoshi comes in, and Louis, like, grabs his medicine and ace bandages, and he's like, oh, you should have knocked. And then Lagoshi is like, well, I did, but no one answered, so... I came in. I was too uh, busy in my head being dramatic. Theater. I was deep in my feels. <laughs> um, I was in my mind palace, you oaf. <laughs> <laughs> you took me out of my mind palace. Oh, that was I'm method. Me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but so, uh. Legoshi, uh, well, Louis is like, what do you want? And Legoshi's like, oh, I came in to finalize the lighting. And he's like talking about the lighting. And we see this a lot. And I really like this thing that they do. They'll do like a split screen of like the characters that are having a conversation of like both of their faces. But in this case, it's Louis's face and he's focusing on Legoshi's hands. Um, and as he's talking about the lighting, he's like very expressive with his hands. Um... And Lagoshi, not Lagoshi, Louis, tells him that he gets aggressive every chance he gets. And Lagoshi is like, uh? What? And then he, like, hides his hands behind his back. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm really sorry. I, I clip my fingernails every day. But they grow back. I can't help it. Um, I'm a wolf. And then Louis um, kind of runs with that. And he says, uh... Can you not control your instincts? And Lagoshi is like, eh? I mean, I don't know. And then Louis pushes him up against a wall. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this whole show is so horny. Um, <laughs> Are you just realizing uh, this? <laughs> no. <laughs> I bit the you. The titties in the bra kind of put that in my mind. It's like, oh, oh we're this going show's here. horny. We're going. <laughs> um. And Louis tells Lagoshi that people like him make him mad because even though he's a carnivore, he tries to hide it um, with his like personality and he should just be who she is, who he is. And, Lu- and then Louis grabs Lagoshi's throat and Lagoshi is just confused, which is like his whole deal. Um, and Louis tells him to show him his fangs. And Lagoshi is like, I'm not going to do that because it's forbidden for a carnivore to show their fangs to an herbivore. And then Louis gets upset because he's like, I'm not just some other herbivore. I'm special. I'm special. Show me your fangs. And this, <laughs> I mean, this is all, I mean, okay. Louis, right? Louis like forces his mouth open with his hand um, his and his fangs. <coughs> that was gross. Hold on. <coughs> okay. Shut up! <laughs> I'm taking medicine and it makes me feel much better. Um, but so, uh, so he forces his mouth open and his fangs are right on his hand. Uh, and he yells at him to bite him. 
Um, but like as the points of his fangs like touch down to his hand, Louis Louis's instincts kick in and he pulls away. Um and because of like the force that Louis was putting on him, Lagoshi kind of like bursts away from the wall after he's let go. And he apologizes and he says he can't deny that wolves are strong, uh, but Louis is strong too. And that's what everyone loves about him, and that's what everyone is gonna come see in the theater tomorrow. So Lagoshi leaves and apologizes for saying too much. Played my hand. I love him. I love <laughs> Lagoshi so much. He's he's very much like he's everything I love. He's like really big, but also like really nervous and soft. He combines he combines a lot of my interests. <laughs> <laughs> he's a small, timid, love- nervous boy in a big himbo body. Yeah. Oh, I love him. Um uh and then as he's walking out of the like practice theater, there's an announcement saying that it's biology day, so if students haven't done their tests, they have to go to the basement. So, I don't really know the purpose of this, but uh there are separate rooms designed for different animals. We see like some lizards in a room that's like a rainforest, it's really humid. We see polar bears in a really icy room um and then the wolf room is just like it's like a dmv waiting area with just a big full moon <laughs> just a moon in it which is so weird i maybe they're supposed to like resist the urge to howl or something i have no idea or maybe this is um, where they just like give into it like because they're around each like i didn't get this because this would be like if I just sat in a room with a bunch of Ir- bunch of other Irish people and got drunk, I get it now. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a bar. Oh, that's a pub. Man. Um, so they're in there, and uh, Lagoshi says that he could smell the medicine that Louis was using. Um, and then one of the girls in the room asks, uh, just to like break the tension, I guess, because they're just all sitting there in silence. Um, she asks if anyone thinks that rabbits actually live in the moon which is a Japanese folktale, like the man in the moon, but it's a rabbit. Um, And then, of course, that gets Lagoshi thinking about Haru and how she wasn't afraid of him, how she kind of just looked at him as a guy um, instead of a a big, scary wolf. Um, And he wonders if Louis is wrong about him, that that he's not just a monster. He's a guy with a personality and a life. Um... And after that, he's, like, going up a staircase and he's humming to himself. And he's like, what am I, what am I feeling right now? Like, I feel like a drive to move forward. Like, I feel motivated. And then he, like, looks back and he, like, leans over and he's like, oh, I'm happy. And then we see that his (laughs) tail is wagging. (laughs) First time. I love this boy so much. (laughs) Um, And he is like, well, I guess... I guess I should also accept that I want to see Haru again. Um, and then it's showtime, and Louis is staring at his reflection, and he cannot fail because failure means death. <laughs> um, and uh, he's like, "I'm I'm gonna go on, even though I'm very badly injured, and I'll have to go to the hospital like right after this. But I have to do this because the only person I can trust is myself." Um, so before the show starts, he's like giving the drama club a motivational speech, but what he's saying isn't actually what he's thinking. Um, he's like, 
There, no one here is ready except for me. They're not good enough. They just have to follow me. Um, and then everything's ready to go. Louis is ready to stun the audience. He lives for the theater. Theater. Ha. Um, and as the performance is going on, Lagoshi is describing it. He uses a lot of really flowery words. The one I remember is radiant. Oh. Um, and he, he doesn't falter through the entire show, even though he's injured. Until the end. We see the final scene. It's very dramatic. The show is about the Grim Reaper and a woman that he, like, falls in love with. Um, and as the curtain falls, Louis is in his head and he's like, well, that went well. Like, I did it. I can't feel my legs. Uh, what's going on? But I did it. Like, I did this. And then he faints. Um, and then everybody crowds around him and he's like, oh my god, are you okay? Everyone says, oh my god, are you okay? But in his head, he's like, what are you all doing? Like, let's do the curtain call. And then... It's over. Yeah. That's episode three. Huh. That's some B stars. That's mm-hmm. that's the first three episodes of the furry stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the furry place. Zootopia High School. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, we even got the rabbit. Not a fox this time, but it's a wolf. Yeah. Similar. Yeah. I mean, Ooh, yeah big it's a wild similar dog. situation. <laughs> so. so how do you feel about it, Dugan? Brendan and I have already um, watched all this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to keep watching it because I already watched it. <laughs> uh, I had some extra time, so I did keep watching. I watched episode <gasps> four as well. Because I like, oh holy my shit. God. Is this a first? No, uh, he did that no. with Agretsuko as well. Oh, God, I'm learning. I only uh, continue watching the furry shows. Uh, well, oh, no. Did you keep watching Africa Styler Man as well? That one I did not. Okay. <laughs> but Dana, help me. I, be my furry guide. Oh, <laughs> gladly. Oh, my God. Your furry Denma. <laughs> oh, we're learning more about Dugan every episode. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Uh, but yeah, oh, I I did like this a lot. The dub being good was very helpful. Yeah. Um, the, Unheard of. Um, the... The art style was just so unique because it does have that like 3D style to it. Uh, it we have like cuts into 2D stuff, but it's very creative and playful with its animation. So I'm liking that. Uh, the tone definitely throws me off because I'm so used to BoJack, where <laughs> it, nothing is taken too too seriously. <laughs> No There's one even talks about honeydew. But just having it be pure drama, basically, is like, oh, but but they're fun, colorful animals. <laughs> we're we're having fun, right? No, no. <laughs> no. That's uh, so kind yeah. of like I like it so much. I think because it is just like a high school drama at its core. But yeah. then also the characters are animals, and it does have that tension of like the carnivores and the herbivores. Obviously, like that's a big part of it. But all of the stuff that's happening outside of that is just, like, high school shit. And I I really like it because, like, in later episodes, it just gets to be, like, wild, like, teen soap yeah. opera, high school drama. Yeah. It's so good. I love it. <laughs> and I love Legoshi. Over- and I love Haru. And I want to cosplay her so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it gets real over the top, but, like, in the soap opera way where it's like, yeah, this makes sense. <laughs> we Check might as well out. go it's here. It's still fun and wild. Yeah. No, Dad, uh-huh. this was your dream, not my dream. I get it. 
<laughs> kind of? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I just it's, it's, I found it really easy to watch. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And I'm happy to hear you like the animation, because the studio that did this did one of my favorite series, Land of the Lustrous, which we will get to oh, yeah. someday. Ooh. But it's effective. It's effectively done in the same style, so it's it's one of the first series I saw that did 3D animation well, and it's clearly they carried that over into the show as well. Because like I, I typically prefer 2D, but it's like wow, they really they they knew how to highlight it in the best ways while still relying on 2D animation to do the stuff that 3D can't quite do yet. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a good studio, and they know what they're doing. Uh, it really shows. Yeah, take the best of both worlds. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely liking this. Yay! God. I'm so happy. That's wow. I didn't expect you to keep watching it. <laughs> I knew it would be good, but wow. Hey, we're we're in we're in the sad times. Let's I'll distract <laughs> myself with whatever. I have genuinely put thought into going back and continuing some of the series I said yes, now that I have plenty of time to do so. <laughs> now you have no excuse. Watch Yuri on Ice. <laughs> Yuri on Ice. Yuri on Ice. Uh, I'm currently catching up on Steven Universe because uh, I hadn't mm-hmm. seen any of season five. So uh, once that's done, I will assess where I'm at. But probably my love story because that's still uh, one, one of my favorites. Yeah. And the one I actually genuinely ultimate. continued at the time. <laughs> good Great. to hear. Good. good we got some good shows going. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, oh, if you dare to give us a fucking clunker right now, Brendan... I'm not, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you? No, I wouldn't do that. My soul in the nation cannot handle this. The world cannot handle this right now. I would never do something like that. I don't know where you get these accusations that I would make us watch. Just deplorable, insane, pedantic, overcomplicated trash. Hmm. That's why. History is my indicator. (laughs) (laughs) History (laughs) schmistery. That's why next week we're watching episodes 1, 7, and 11, because it's a very concise story, of Zatch Bell. I don't know anything about it, but I'm worried. I don't know anything about it, but the way you <laughs> delivered that title makes me scared. Oh, it's it's going to be fun. I'll say that. It's going <laughs> to be fun for me. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan. It's not, it's not quite for kids. But it's it's no. their neighbors. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Listener, yeah. I'm begging you, please stack our roster with good stuff. <laughs> we need to stockpile uh everything, <laughs> including good anime. Um so yeah, uh please send us your recommendations uh to our email, are we there yet at gmail.com, or reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram, are we there yet on both? And also, uh, I uh, haven't really discussed this with anyone, but uh, I'd love to figure out some sort of like streaming or some some fun stuff that we can do in the meantime. So if you have any ideas, please shoot us a message because community is very important and we love you all. Yeah, I got a a Digimon game. You guys want me to stream it? No, Digimon. Let me stream Digimon. We are accepting any ideas from anyone <laughs> out there. Um, ah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh. you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo and Queen underscore Weeaboo Art. 
can find me on Twitter, ABTS Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I sometimes do. Thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song, Stories Off the Album Beats. You can find all of Louis's music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. I gotta learn how to draw furries. Nuzzle, nuzzle. Ooh, 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 ooh. ooh, ooh. <laughs>